0: Hi, and welcome to the In the Cortex podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Paloma Garcia. And I am Danny Perricone. And we're the founders of In the Cortex, an online community with programs that show people the tools that they need to change their lives through brain reorganization. No medication, just movement. When you get your brain out
1: of survival mode and regulate your nervous system, you start to live in the fun, logical part of the brain the Cortex. Subscribe today and learn how to live your best in the Cortex life. And now on to today's episode. All right, hello and welcome to a special edition podcast because look, we're in the same room and this is super exciting because it's Mm -hmm. the end of the year. We're wrapping it up with a three-part series of our podcast. It's all about the holidays, getting prepared for the holidays. What do we have to do from a brain perspective to be in that space to take on all the things that come from holidays It can be mm-hmm. a really amazing time for a lot of people, and then also a really triggering and emotional time yeah. for a lot of people too. So we're going to try to wrap that up into a cute little package here with three different ser- uh, parts to this, and help share from our perspective how to prepare in your best possible way for the holidays. Yes. And quick little shout out: Monday, December fourth is Paloma's birthday. Next level up. Am I right? Mm -hmm. So make sure you give her a birthday shout out. (laughs) Um, And we're going to start off. Well, our whole series, this first one at least, is talking about setting your intention. Yes. And we're going to talk about the science behind it. But, but before first. we do, we like to do a fun little activity. Yes. So if you're listening, and hopefully if you're driving a car, pull over or come back to this. Or do it later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do it later. But don't do this while you're driving because that's <laughs> obviously dangerous. Okay, so to try our fun activity. We've done this with many of our members in the past, and a fun thing just to kind of see where you're at so go ahead and look around whatever space you're in now so if it's a room or your home or you're in your office just look around the space and look for everything that you see in this space that is the color blue so notice all the things that are blue anything there note it put it into your mental space take a couple more seconds look at all the blue things that are happening around you okay now close your eyes and now tell us everything or tell somebody in the room that you saw that was the color green. And most people have that reaction.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because
1: most people are like, I was looking for blue. And we can't see your face right now and how you're responding to this. But most people, and this is where we also get to see your brain profile, meaning are you the overachiever who's like, oh, I still saw green because you've memorized your space and you're like taking it all in. But the point of the activity here is we're talking about a special system within your
0: brain. Yes. The reticular activating system, the RAS. The RAS is a really cool part of the brain because it basically connects the subconscious with the conscious brain. So it's kind of like a bundle of nerves that goes from the hind brain all the way to the forebrain. And so it's connecting your subconscious with your conscious. And if you didn't know this already, the 95% of what we do in our day to day lives is subconscious. Let that sink in. That's a huge percentage. And by communicating an intention to your brain, to Mm -hmm. yourself, Mm -hmm. you're kind of helping the RAS understand what to focus on and what not. Because what the RAS does is it tells your brain what to focus on. And it's always picking up those signals Mm -hmm. depending on what you're doing, what you're thinking, what you're telling it, whether it's consciously or not, right? Mm -hmm. And so right now, for example, in the activity, you told your brain to focus on all the blue things. And so when you tell it to tell you what was green, your brain's like, whoa, what? Because it was so hyper-focused on what you told it to focus on. Exactly. And that is very true in the way that we operate in general. And so what we love about it is that it also works in um, a bigger way, right? In Mm -hmm. terms of of setting your intention, like you were saying earlier. Every time. So in the morning, when you wake up, if you tell yourself, I intend to A, B, C, D. Or you can be specific things you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. I intend to do this, accomplish that, call this person, get done with this errand, great. Or you can just say, I intend to have a day that's focused on the positive. Mm -hmm. I intend to have an energetic, aligned day. Whatever you want to do, that is already setting your brain up to focus on the moments that are bringing you to that feeling or to accomplish what you're trying to do. Right? 100%. Yeah.
1: I love this because with my kids, I do this on the daily, if not like every transition we hit. Yes. It's we're going into the grocery store okay let's set our intention how are we going to handle when we want something but then I say no and so I'm already Mm -hmm. priming their brains to say okay I can hear no and be cool with it and still roll Mm -hmm. right Um, because we all know that no is such a triggering word for so many people (laughs) and then it can turn on those lower survival centers to make them fall into fight flight freeze exactly and that's when we see meltdowns at Target and all the other stores so it's really an important practice it's something just like we say all parts of ITC is a practice you Mm -hmm. have to keep practicing flexing that muscle because neurons that fire together wire together so the more you practice it the more it becomes an everyday thing where you're like okay before and this is great for me because my kids are little they are still in their car seats and mm. so when we get to a parking lot or i even can time it like we're okay we're five minutes away we start the conversation yeah. how are things gonna go and then this right. also applies to when i'm with just like my fiance or even you and i when yeah. we walked into the school today we're like right, 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 right. Just, let's yeah, just yeah, mentally just take a moment to like set your intention for how this is gonna go
0: exactly and
1: i can tell you every time i set my intention it is smooth
0: Absolutely. Or closer to smooth. Closer to, because you never know, right? You can't predict what's going right. to happen. But a lot of the time your reactions, when things aren't according to your plan, are mm-hmm. going to be a lot more positive and a lot more exactly. cortex when you set your intention for it.
1: And when I don't, I feel like I'm on my heels.
0: Yep. Yep. Totally. And I
1: feel like every time I walk out of a situation, I'm like,
0: oh, I, I
1: forgot to set my intention for how I want it to go. And there can be a simple thing. I oftentimes do something as simple as, like, if I don't know what the situation is going to call for, I just do something as simple, like my highest self is going to connect with the highest self of everybody else in the room. Mm-hmm. And that just means like our best selves are going to meet. Our most authentic versions are going to meet. Yes. We're going to have a great conversation, a great time. Yes. We're going to go somewhere that's great, uh, meaning in the conversation or whatever our experience is. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes if I'm not in that space and I'm kind of like, it's almost like, I didn't get my my RAS system primed into like even having a focus.
0: Right. So it doesn't really know what to focus on. So it's going off of what it perceives. Exactly. And then
1: emotions get triggered.
0: And that's what I was thinking Uh right now as you were saying that, like you were saying neuroplasticity – neuroplasticity can work in really positive ways when you're mm-hmm. connecting your neurons you're creating new w- positive mm-hmm. beliefs right but it can also work in negative re- in negative ways mm-hmm. where you're creating not so positive beliefs right or creating not so neg- so positive patterns or habits yeah and so a lot of the time what I think happens with you know the holidays like you said can be very charged yeah. for a lot of people yeah. I think You know, there's a lot of people coming together, and you're there, and it's family, and there's always emotional Mm -hmm. components, and there's history, and there's all this stuff. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the time, because you've had, let's say, 33 33 Christmases, right? Mm -hmm. And if 30 of them were a certain way, Mm -hmm. and a certain dynamic, and there was tension, and this person fought with that person, and that person didn't get along with whoever, then that's neuroplasticity telling your brain, Christmas is hard, right? Yeah. This is gonna be really hard, yeah. and so your RAS is prepped for that, whether you it's know or not. For it too. exactly, because mm-hmm. you don't even know, and you're like, okay, I really want to have a great Christmas. I want to have a great Christmas, or I want to have a great whatever you're, mm-hmm. you're you're celebrating. It's Christmas in my case, and you don't even know, but your brain is already prepped to see all the negative stuff, right? And so that's where yeah. your intention comes in. So so so. And so intentionally, right? right? Your intention comes in intentionally. You can take the 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 control back and decide. I'm gonna have an amazing mm-hmm. Christmas. And the other component that you just said as well is like prepping for like the negative stuff. If yeah. there's a certain conversation, there's always you know that what's like the meme, like the awkward uncle mm-hmm. that always wants to talk about yeah. like politics or whatever. Uncle, yeah. yeah, the drunk uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always something a certain mm-hmm. character in your family and. You can think about what, mm-hmm. how am I going to respond if yes. something happens, yes. right? And that's actually Andrew Huberman just talked about that in one oh. of his podcasts recently. Cutie. About, oh. Cutie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> about how actually it has a lot of mm-hmm. benefit for your brain to think about the negative scenario. Right. 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 Because we, we think, oh no, talk about, oh, no, mm-hmm. talk about stay, stay positive, only think about the mm. positive stuff. Positive stuff is great. Right. We love it. Yeah. But just giving your brain that flex, that mm. cognitive flexibility mm-hmm. to go from, okay, this is how I want things to go, but if it it's not going shine. my way, these are a few things that I could possibly do if things are kind of going in that mm-hmm. other direction, right? 100 percent. And it's great for kids, but it's also great for adults. Like oh my God, It's an amazing tool for prepping for anything.
1: Well when I, the adult, have that sense of, I have a plan, my kids feel she's yeah. got a plan. Yes. We're good. It's like if you got on an airplane and the pilot's like, ooh, I'm not, I'm I'm not sure what, sure what about I'm this doing one. here. Yeah. You're like, uh, should we get off? <laughs> yeah. Right? That's what kids are doing. That's what yeah. their meltdown is. They're like, where's the boundary? Right? Exactly. And if you just stay cool, calm, and collected, and you're like, I got this, yeah. everyone else is like, cool, she's got it, or he's got it. Um, and this is something, too, that... You touched on it a minute ago where you were talking about if you plan and prepare for that negative or if you're thinking the negative is going to happen, that also hits that subconscious of that self-fulfilling prophecy of yes. I always sabotage, sabotage yes. this. And so, we oftentimes like we are already like going into an event going, Oh, this is just gonna be horrible, right? Right, yeah. And then it's like, Oh, see? It all the I time. knew yes. that was gonna happen. Exactly. And then, so our whole thing here is number one, get out of survival mode. Because of when you're out of survival mode, you now have control in your emotion.
0: Absolutely. And then that
1: means you're not going to get enrolled in any negative emotional whatever that's happening. Yeah, right? you're, not, so, you're
0: not gonna hand over the reins to your primitive reactive brain, right? You're going to
1: be able to say, oh, here comes aunt, blah, blah, blah. She's going to try to enroll me in this conversation. I already know in my head, this is what I'm going to say. This Mm -hmm. is my prep. I don't have time for this or Mm -hmm. I got to go do this. And it's coming from a space of, I'm not shaming you. I just don't want to engage, right? Mm-hmm, and fine. so if you have some sort of like little pocket statements you're going to have and ready and primed. Yes. And you kind of prepare for which conversations you're like, okay, I know this is going to happen here. So I want to handle it. That's how you use setting your intention. Absolutely. And that's how you prepare yourself for what's coming. And you can already, and instead of it turning into this giant big thing, and then you're talking to everybody about how horrible aunt blah, blah, blah is. Yeah. You just know inside of you, okay, wait, I've healed this. I know where she's coming from because now I understand in the brain because exactly. I've now gone through your basics of brain organization course exactly. and I get the pons, the midbrain, the reflexes and what their jobs are meant to do and so if we're in that space now of going oh wait I don't have to go there with mm-hmm. her then I have options and so that's really the key. Get out of survival mode now. You have options because when Absolutely. you're in survival, all you see is the negative. Yep. All you see is what's wrong,
0: and all you see is your fight or flight response. Exactly. Ha- it's not fight or flight reaction, mm-hmm. right? And then is, you fight. You're gonna for go it. straight into straight into that. Exactly, and it's really cool to see the difference, like you were saying, mm-hmm. between setting your intention and not. And I thought about this this weekend because I was talking to my friends about yeah. like, I think we were talking about airport. I don't know why we were talking about airports, and I was like. Oh, I love the airport. Because you travel all the time. Because I travel a lot and I (laughs) love getting there. I'm like... But since I was little, I've always liked the airport. And most people hate the airport (laughs) and that's what they were saying. They're like you're what's wrong with you like yeah. why do you like the airport I'm like I get there four hours early baby girl I'm there I got my Starbucks on I get my reading on I, see I get you. my work either work on you yeah. know like I'm like googling That's the right. types of restaurants that are in the airport in this terminal so I know the best one with the wi-fi like whatever it is because I see it as like a great I don't know it's like an extra time mm. and I hate rushing for the plane because mm. that used to be before brain mm. work I don't know how many planes I've, plans I've lots lost. Of yeah, I've missed so many flights. Because <laughs> of, of like just being disorganized. Yeah. And I was always rushing. Like, ah, oh, is that person being like, I have a flight in 10 minutes, let me through security, that kind of yeah. stuff. And so now I just I just like dove deep yeah. into like the calmness of it. Mm. But my friend and I was always saying, they're like, Oh yeah, last time I was at the airport, this happened. And oh and this happened mm. and this happened. And I was like, does everybody see the difference here? Because yeah. I'm walking in like, this is my me time, baby. Yeah. Like I love this yeah. place. And most of my and your experience experiences are much more positive. And when there's something negative, it doesn't rattle, rattle me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ruin my trip because it's if it's delayed if it's you know yeah. the crying baby we were talking about yeah. a few podcasts ago but they were all in the opposite they're like I hate it I'm, I have to get through it and I just hate the airport and I was like well hey well I don't we hate can it. Reframe it
1: I just prefer to travel differently Yeah. because which is I fine. prefer yeah. to travel with a whole house behind me right, so right, right, right. I just don't like to pack light that's yeah. really like I like to travel with a trailer you know like and I don't and I'm like more like a homebody more these days and I love camping so yes. And I have small kids, so like traveling in an airport is just more than just by myself. I could totally understand yeah, that. Exactly. But that's also life, right? Exactly. We are going through life, and you get to decide how you bring in information to yes. you. And that's how you can use the RAS system to work for you. Absolutely. And then once you learn about this feature, that is going to be developed and primed better to do a better job filtering when you get your brain into yeah into the cortex out of survival mode right um (laughs) Then you're going to be able to really use that to help you. Yeah. And then and I honestly experience this every day. And and you've all experienced this when you're, oh, I want to shop for a new car, or I'm looking and I really want this item. Yes. And then when you go out into the world, then you see it a million times over and over again. Oh and yeah, over. yeah, totally. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just saw a million white suburbans and that's Right, whichever one it is that I wanted. Yeah. And so this is where that's the RAS system. That's how it's activated and that's what's working for you. And it's not just about um you know focusing on one thing it's also about your sleep cycles so it can be disrupted with light it is coming in through your vision's visual system Mm -hmm. so this is where there's so much of it that's happening on such an unconscious and subconscious level and that's what we talk
0: about all the time you can't override it you can't
1: and so this is when people we say you're working harder because you are so if you're noticing that it's hard for you to see the positive Mm -hmm. that's a sign you're in survival yeah because your brain is like, I'm sorry, I can't focus on the good. I have to see what's coming to at me and yeah. keep me alive. Exactly. So then you're like, Gosh, I'm just so tired every yeah. day. How do people, like, how do people do it? Yeah. How are they positive? How do they get through the day? And you know, we all have our own challenges. We all have our own stressors. We all have different perceptions on the world. Absolutely. But some people are coming into the room disheveled and sweating <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and like a mess, and some people are just cruising in, cool and calm, like you at the airport, right? right so. Exactly. (laughs) why right what is the reason and the coolest part we just got back from a school we're doing school program which is so much fun fun. and we can walk into the room and we can look at the group of kids and we can see which kiddos didn't crawl absolutely immediately Immediately. and that doesn't mean we're going through the world like psychoanalyzing everybody we can just tell by how your body is literally positioned which kids can sit crisscross which kids can cross their midline Um, it's all in these little tiny movements that Mm -hmm. make that impact on being able to see the world From a different perspective. Yeah. And and making life just easier.
0: And a lot of the time what I think happens also is like when your intention and your motivation and even your conscious thoughts are towards something, right? You want to operate in a certain way. You want to do a certain thing or respond a certain way in a certain situation. And your primitive brain is not ready for it. That creates that cognitive dissonance yes. where you're like, part of you mm-hmm. wants to do this thing, but then your brain's getting in your way. And everybody, ninety percent of our members say that's what I feel. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like my brain is getting in my own way. In my yes. way. And I know I want to do these things, and I'm trying to do all of the other modalities out there, and it's just not working because I'm getting in my own way. How yeah. do I stop getting in my own way? And it's that's it right it's use that the power of intention use the power of brain reorganization to truly be able to do the things that you want to do mm-hmm. and it's not like everything's perfect it's not like i've done no. everything i want to do in my life it's not <laughs> like you have either We're like not checked off the box no because no, that's just not the way it is <laughs> no but it's just
1: so much easier oh, oh my, my goodness yes like, I honestly, I'm glad you just circled that all back to coming back to the intention and then also the cognitive dissonance. And it's really crazy because people who have such a locked-in perspective and close-minded is what a lot of people call that, mm-hmm. um, you can't have a conversation right. about something new. Right. Because their brain is just not able to. So it doesn't mean that they're trying to be rude, and that's what we always want to right. help people understand is the compassion
0: and when we're talk I, about them in the next Yes, episode. we are. Yeah. And
1: I always look at that as like, okay, they're not ready. Yeah. Exactly. And everyone has their own time frame. We struggle with this often because of we literally say if everyone could just creep and crawl, the world would be a different place. That's true. But guess what? We're not there yet and that's okay. Yes. But that's why we do this podcast. That's why we post <laughs> yeah, on exactly. social media. That's why we keep screaming it from the rooftops. <laughs> but the brain can change, but it's when you're ready. You can't force somebody to do it. Okay. But I actually
0: wanna touch back oh, yeah. on what we just said about the way that you say it. Mm. So, Good language call. is really mm-hmm. important. I'm glad you said that because yes. the language that you use for yourself and for your brain is really important. For example, if you say, I'm going to try to eat try. healthy today, Mm-mm. try means that there's the opportunity to not do it, right? Mm-hmm. To fa- I don't want to say fail, but to not accomplish it, Well, right? to give yourself an out. It's an to excuse. To give yourself an excuse. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, you can say, I'm trying to think of another example, but instead of that, you can say, I intend to eat healthy and you're setting that intention right because that's truly kind of like a deeper don't you even feel it like I intend to do something rather than I'm gonna try to do it like, but I like, try One I see, of them seems... Can't you
1: get, like, a visual? When I say I try, I yeah. feel like I'm sitting on a couch, like, yeah, I'm like, trying. Yeah, try. Like, I'm literally trying. Or, like... <laughs> or I see my daughter, like, trying to clean up. And she's yeah, like, I, I can't. can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying. Or when you say, like, I intend, I just imagine, like, this march yes. in, like, commanding demeanor. Yeah, I literally feel <laughs> yeah, it, like, lower in like, like, my
0: body. I'm like, hmm,
1: It's a vibe. I intend
0: to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, I... <laughs> it is. And it's just the way that you mm-hmm. you talk to yourself about it, too, right? So, oh, instead yeah. of saying, I... I'm going to try to not eat this. I don't know why I'm on food. I think I'm kind of hungry right now. But I'm going to try to not engage with ant whatever. Mm -hmm. You can say, I intend to have positive conversations with ant whatever. So think about that. That's also a lot about what we talk about in level two of our program Mm -hmm. in the um, reconnect section is wording things in a more positive way that makes it clear that... Your, your, your brain is interpreting it in the way that you yeah. want to. Because when the moment you put in a negative, your brain is going to kind of shift. It's not, of course, black and white. Like, there's a lot of nuance there. But that's often what happens. So it's yes. important to keep your messaging to yourself aligned, right, yeah. with what you want. Yeah. Anyway, let's do this. Instagram, in the cortex underscore U.S., Instagram under, in the cortex say. underscore esp if you want Spanish. Oh, I'm oh so excuse sorry. me. Wait, we're for, we
1: didn't even announce that we're in Spanish.
0: Why not? Might as well we're say in, it. Our okay, we're in Spanish, Spanish now. now. Join us. Hola. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> um, Facebook in the cortex us. Uh, TikTok in underscore the underscore cortex website in the cortex Email hello at in the cortex.com. And remember, you can use promo code brainiac. Brainiac, like that uh, Brainiac <laughs> for ten bucks off your first payment, and uh, remember, we're gonna increase our prices next year. So sign up now, lock it in, now. Lock it in for thirty-seven bucks a month for twelve months. Next year it's gonna be for a bit sure. higher, yeah. Okay. So and there probably won't be promo codes. So lock
1: them in now because <laughs> things are changing. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Thank okay. you for being here. Thank you. Peace. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays.